Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But no oven, no microwave, nothing. So you kind of have to cook everything on oh, the wow. hob. Yeah. Um, and I forgot the rice. I accidentally bought pudding rice. Oh, my. I obviously <laughs> just grabbed the first thing. And I was like, oh, this must be white rice. And it wasn't. Oh, no. So we really, really didn't have really any rice. Yeah. You're listening to the Sherlock's Podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Hello and welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Heather Steele. Today I'm joined by Sherry Andrew, Emma Bigger and India Sami. How are you guys? Good, Good. how are you? Good. Good. We're all just saying how blooming cold it's it is freezing. today. Oh, it's oh, it is. So it's... many layers I was going to say, Emma, today. can you just quickly talk us through all your layers? Because <laughs> well, you, you I've feel got like you're nailing it. a thermal vest on, then a normal vest, then a polo neck and then a jumper. And underneath here I've got my son's football thermal leggings which is not very chic but it is very practical you're making it look chic I was going to say yeah you'd never and then I've got cashmere socks on as well oh my gosh all the layers and you're still feeling yeah one of those January mornings anyway it is beautiful though which is a plus sunny frosty yeah it is this is my favorite type of weather ever everyone's always too calm like no if I could just live in this Really? Yeah. Maybe oh have like one week of bit summer. too cold. I like it's the frosty. sunshine and the cold, but this is just a bit too much. Definitely. I went on a walk on the common this morning and it is like beyond beautiful, you know, and all the yeah. plants are like, have like a layer of frost. Mm. It did look amazing. Like but crunchy flooring yeah, in a nice exactly. way. Mm, so yeah. nice. One or two degrees warmer for me, I yeah. think. But no, <laughs> good Agreed. excuse to wear all our knitwear. Sherry, do you get anything good at the weekend? At the weekend, yeah, I went on a little staycation um, and we went to this place called Unplugged and they have very, it, it was just one cabin um, and now they have various cabins over different woods in East Sussex and Hampshire, etc. So we went to the one in Sussex, it's like an hour and a bit from London and it's like a digital detox. So the idea I've is that you go, mm, you put, you lock your phone in a box and they supply you with like a Nokia like 500 whatever they were called back in the day <laughs> so you can contact people if you need to and there's no yeah I guess it's very rustic so everything's about slow living there nice. was a cassette player with oh, wow. some Amazing. tapes which took oh me my back gosh. I know it had Tina Turner. I was, I was like, going to say, yeah, what sort of music have they provided you with? Um, so one, the Tina Turner, I can't remember what the album's called, mm. one of like her classics, best hits. And then there was a police one. Oh, the police, nice. And Madonna. I was like, this I is very on, very on brand. So yeah, but I actually forgot how you, I was like, how do you rewind it? I was like, oh, you just like put it back to front side one side two yes so yeah it was like back to basics it's kind of it felt very nostalgic mm. um and then we watched like the sunrise in the morning the sunset Amazing. went on like a wintry walk it was really lovely no alarm clocks or anything no alarm clocks but because it was quite bright you kind of wake up yeah with like the sun how did you feel i'm so intrigued i felt well i didn't actually put my lock my phone away okay but there was no signal so it kind of wasn't yeah. i just thought just in case mm, i yeah. don't want to like have an emergency and then you're fumbling with a lock yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and also it was my nephew's birthday yesterday so i had to 
had to make sure I did my auntie duties and say mm-hmm. happy birthday. But at the end, we felt really good and like, Amazing. yeah, just really rested. And it is so important, I think, to have time, even if you're not having time with your phone, just of like Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. or just like reading the news. Yeah, I find having a good break from that yeah. really. Finds makes a difference. I've heard Amazing. that they give you like a map and a compass and stuff. Did you do that? We actually we actually didn't. Um, <laughs> we didn't go that far to be fair. Yeah. But if we were going to go for like an hour walk, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't how to, I don't know how to use a map. I know. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did it in school, but I wouldn't be. Uh, I don't think I could be trusted with a compass these days. These days. What no. do you do for food and drink? So you have to bring everything with you. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Which was which is really funny because I had one thing to bring, which was some rice because we had a cat stew on the Friday. So that's right. It's got. Like like stoves and a bit of a like yeah. sort of hob setup. Yeah, thing. exactly. It's got so, two stoves, but no other, no microwave, nothing. So you kind of have to cook everything oh, on the wow. hob. Yeah. Um, and I forgot the rice. I accidentally bought pudding rice. Oh, so I, I obviously <laughs> just grabbed the first thing and I was like, oh, this must be white rice. And it wasn't. Oh, no. So we really, really, didn't have really any rice. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend was not best pleased. Um, but yeah, it's just like very rustic. It's kind of like camping, but. Yeah, like one exactly. level yeah. up, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But having a bed, that's like the main thing I make yeah. me go camping. Yeah. Would you recommend? I'd, 100% recommend it's so nice I think it's but we did it for two nights but the retreats you're supposed to do it for three nights so you really like immerse yourself mm. and switch off and get into nature you're quite good at doing your little weekends you yeah I do, she is yeah, yeah I like yeah. it I just I feel like there's so much of the UK to explore mm. and I've only just scratched the surface I'm on like a mission to go to like so corners I haven't been mm. to yeah oh, that's really nice that sounds lovely yeah. love it Emma do you get up to anything fun um I had quite a slow weekend like went to the farmer's market and just nice. mooched around my local area um um, what else did I do? Made a roast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What's your roast meat of choice? Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Mm, nice. Definitely chicken. And I spent a lot of time sitting by the fire because <laughs> it's cold. Yes. Like having a nice walk and then coming back and just like sitting by the fire. India, I want to ask you about yes. your epic ski trip that I, I could see skiing, you were which on. Was it was very dreamy. Um, I was very lucky. Went on a press trip. There's a group of hotels called the Beaumier Group, mm. and they, you guys probably know of the Ro- Hotel Les Roches Rouges, which is on like the French Riviera. Um, and they are a group of hotels across France. So I've been to a few in Provence, but then they also have some hotels in the mountains. And um, a couple of them are next door to each other in Valterrain. I went to one called Le Fitzroy, which is kind of the more grown up one. Then they have a sister hotel next door called Le Valterrain. Um, and that I would say is if I was just like going by myself with my other half, I'd probably go there. Um, but if I was recommending to like families or parents, um, then Le Fitzroy is like a little bit more sophisticated. And they're both ski in, ski out. Like it's proper luxury with um, a ski shop on site, like a boot room pool, spa, all the amazing things. So it was a wonderful, wonderful week. I don't think I've experienced skiing in that way because mainly just been on uni ski trips, which were quite different. <laughs> I was going to say, are you a skier? <laughs> so I, I've skied probably about six or seven times before. Um, been with my in-laws, been on a uni trip, and when I learned to ski like in my teenage years. But I hadn't actually been since 2016, I don't think. And so I was a bit worried um, how good I would be, etc. how many times I fall over. Um, but I absolutely loved it. And I think it kind of gave me the skiing bug again. So now mm. I'm just plotting my next trip. Yeah, yeah, I was literally just like, 
in my head, I thought, maybe I'm a beginner. Like, maybe I should go with the beginners and have a lesson. Um, but actually, it was like riding a bike. And I was, yeah, straight down the mountain. Didn't fall over once, which I was very well proud of myself. Done. That was really <laughs> I can't work out whether that means I wasn't trying hard enough or whether I'm really good at skiing. <laughs> One of the, the two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was absolute heaven. And I highly recommend Valterran as a resort because it's got so many amazing, really wide runs. Um, so it's great if you maybe haven't been for a while or haven't been at all. Um, there were lots of beginners in our group as well and they had some lessons and I would definitely recommend the hotels like they were dreamy and being you know waking up to the slopes is just absolute heaven I don't think there's anywhere that you can't like skiing on a blue day on a blue sky day um there's just nothing like it I've never so, been. Oh, so it's nice. like another world I hadn't yeah. been probably till I was like 13 14 and I'd forgotten how amazing it is and the first two days that we skied it was like proper white out couldn't see anything I was just like okay icy snowy you know all the things that you don't want um and I was covered in snow um and then the sun came out and it just transforms it like it's absolutely unbelievable and I always think when you look you know when you're at the bottom mountain looking up you're like how how is it possible there's a whole world up there um and then when you do actually go to a ski resort it, it is quite something so didn't want to leave at all um and so, so nice. lucky with the snow because it's been in the news I know. so much yeah, yeah exactly snow, so well actually one of the women that I was with she had literally been in the same resort like three weeks before when there'd been basically no snow. Valterrand, I think it's actually the highest resort in Europe. So if there's not snow there, like there's probably not snow yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Um, but she'd been there a few weeks before and had to be very selective about which runs they did. Mm. Whereas we had the opposite problem, like some runs mm-hmm. were even closed because it was so snowy. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it was absolute heaven. Oh, and so now nice. I'm just desperate to go again. So I'm like, when can I go? Who who can I go with, etc. cetera? Um, you can take me and teach me because I'm so I would happily, happily do that. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was lovely. And then... I was back by the weekend and I actually did a florist course on oh, Saturday at um, McQueen's. Oh yeah. So they do, East London? they're moving to East London, oh, yeah. but this was actually in their Mayfair location. Oh, um, but I think moving forwards, all of their courses will be in East London. And we spent the morning doing like hand tied bouquets, oh. um, learning that kind of spiraling technique. And then in the afternoon we did a vase arrangement. So oh, it was, it was actually oh. a birthday present a friend got for me, which I highly recommend as a gift. That's a really good yeah, gift. It was such a good present and now I've got lovely bouquets in my house which is great oh. so I've done one of those before quite I think probably about five years ago yeah it's much harder than it looks yeah like, I, I know. never think I'd be good at definitely it, you know? yeah. not saying that florists aren't talented um, but it's, it's way harder yes it was like a it proper eight hour long yeah. day course like a few hours in the morning to do the hand tied bouquet and then a lunch break and then we had another few hours for the vases um but learnt loads, lots of florist tips. I think I actually came on the show here a few years ago when Ronnie Colby was on. Oh, nice. And I remember learning so much from him. So now I feel like I'm just building mm. to my floristry knowledge, basically. <laughs> yeah, but the flats looking gorgeous. I mean, it's it's very abundant with flowers. <laughs> so how was your weekend? Oh, it was really good, actually. I don't always say that. But no, I had a 10 out of 10 weekend. So um, my parents came to stay, which was really nice. Had a very mad clean on Thursday night till the late hours. <laughs> But um, no, they arrived. We had a really nice time. But no, the main reason they came down is because last year I bought them both tickets to go to the ABBA Voyager. I'm going um, to that next week. So fun. Well, I'm not going to say everything about it anyway, because they do. They're very much like, don't don't say what happens or anything. And I deliberately, I'd seen it was sort of five star reviews everywhere, but Amazing. I hadn't actually read any of the reviews because I just wanted to be 
as surprised as possible. But in case anyone doesn't know, I mean, everyone should do because it's been hugely publicised. But um, the members of ABBA basically spent five weeks in these amazing suits to create avatars of themselves. And it's like seeing a live performance of them, their sort of 70s selves. And it's sort of, yeah, projected onto a stage with this absolutely incredible technology that just makes it look and feel as though you're watching a live performance. It does actually, it does. And they've got a live band playing with them as well. So it's got that sort of light. It's not like someone's just press play Mm. on a recording. Did you dress up in kind of ABBA vibe? I didn't actually. (laughs) And then as soon as I was there, I was like, oh, I should have like, there were lots of sequins. So yeah, don't you definitely won't look silly if you've made an effort on that front. But now, yeah, so it's me, mum, dad and sister, which is really nice. Just the four of us doing something just reminded me of like car journeys of my youth with ABBA blasting out but yeah very really good set list my favorite song was on first which I didn't think they'd play so I was happy from the off and yeah they basically built the entire arena so it it's just perfect it doesn't matter where you're sitting Mm. you can see really well they've just really thought about absolutely everything and yeah I don't want to give too much away but I think if anyone has got tickets you're not going to be disappointed and I think they keep releasing more and more tickets when does that go on to or is it they haven't actually said i think they basically seem to sort of release about three months worth of Mm. shows sort of in Mm. in stages so i think they've just released some for like july onwards i feel like it's genius because they don't have to put any extra work it's It's on twice a day we went to the matinee it was done by 4 30 it's by Stratford so yeah really easy to get to but yeah Amazing. we had a really fun day Love yeah that. went to Brasserie Zadell afterwards for dinner which oh, was so nice. what did you have I always have the same things I still think it's like the best value meal in London the prefix menu it's oh, 15.95 yeah. for two courses yeah the carrot rapé which is like the nice sort of Salad with lots of veggie stuff before you then move on to the steak cache, which is basically mm. a burger with corn sauce and chips. So, <laughs> so good. yeah, I think value for money wise, it's good. And my parents hadn't been before. And I think mm. they're like, oh, we haven't dressed up properly. I'm like, you don't have to. It just looks really fancy and nice. And yeah, I love that. Very chilled and relaxed. So that was good. And then yesterday, um, my dad helped me with some DIY, which was great. Oh, we oh, bought some um, cafe curtains for the kitchen and bathroom from East London Cloth Company, oh, and they arrived so in nice. December. But you have to like saw the ends off and all of that. And I was like, I'm just gonna wait till Dad comes. And yeah, <laughs> he put them up in about a quarter of the time it would have taken me and my other half to attempt <laughs> oh, it. I feel great. like that sort of thing <laughs> is so transformational. I love a nice window treatment. Yes, mm. exactly. Like we definitely wanted. You wanted the light to come in, mm. but you just wanted a little bit more yeah. privacy. And it Are has they like Frenchy stuff? Yeah, so yeah. like we, you have to choose which sort of linen you want, whether you want it to be quite thin or thick. So we've obviously gone thicker in the bathroom and then quite thin in the kitchen. But have you been to the shop? I, really I haven't. I really want to go. But no, I did it all online. And yeah, it was really easy. would highly recommend. Amazing. Even, yeah, they left at 6pm yesterday and all evening I just kept going in and putting the light back on <laughs> in the kitchen oh. to look like, oh, oh, doesn't it look great? Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, a good weekend of balance of DIY and dancing to ABBA. So yeah, it was great. Amazing. Amazing. So fun. Very on brand, Heather. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, have any of you seen any good TV shows or read any good books recently, Emma? Um, I haven't actually watched that much recently. I did listen to a really lovely podcast, um, Desert Island Discs with Edward Ellenfall. He, he just talked so eloquently about his childhood and about him coming into the fashion industry. And it was just such a nice thing to listen to and really interesting as well. Like, you know, he was 
fashion director at 18 and, you know, wow. he talks about all the, you know, the, the criticisms that he faced. And it's just, it was just really a nice, good interview. Yeah, so like I definitely recommend that. A good mix between sort of like business and personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so India, how about you? I feel like I'm immersed in a kind of royal bubble, watching The Crown and reading Prince Harry's book, yep. which I won't go into. Um, I feel like it's been extensively discussed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, yeah, approaching the royal family from all angles at the moment. Um, I've actually been doing, I feel like you're going to like this, Sherry, mm. a kind of 21-day meditation challenge thing. Ooh, that sounds so nice. I do meditate daily anyway, but there's a guy called Deepak Chopra have you heard oh, of him? Oh yes. He's big in the spiritual world mm-hmm. and he's got this 21 days of abundance meditation challenge. Oh my goodness I did this have in, you done lo- it? in the first lockdown. Oh, great. Yeah. It's so um, good, it? I've done right, it before. Yeah. yeah I was like this has got Sharon all over it. Um, I've done it before and I'm a week in so got another two weeks to go and yeah, what does it's, it on, so it's on Spotify you can just search for Deepak Chopra, 21 Days of Abundance. And every day, it's just a 15-minute meditation. It's about seven minutes of him just talking to you about the concept of abundance and, you know, bringing positive energy into your life, essentially. And then the final seven minutes is you just repeating a Sanskrit mantra in your head, which he gives you. Um, and it's just very relaxing and uplifting it's a very kind of entry-level way to get into meditation I would say and I'm just doing it on top of meditation I do anyway so I think that you can do that too I think it's just a nice way to frame the start of the year in in a positive light and I don't think I reached the end of it last time so I'm trying to actually do that it's quite nice to get a little group together I'm doing it with a friend so we're like holding each other accountable Mm -hmm. I think my mum my sister and I did it last time um but it's you know, very accessible. And I think you can listen to it on YouTube as well if you don't have Spotify. There are tasks that go alongside every day. I'm okay. not actually doing those. Mm. I was going to say, I think that um, might yes, be where I'd yes. accidentally start <laughs> yeah. filtering. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but 15 minutes a day, I feel like that's doable. Mm. Um, I think it's nice to do it in the morning because mm. then you kind of remember it throughout the day. He gives you like a little mantra, like a positive mantra for each day, which I've actually just been jotting down um, and putting as my phone background so that I keep thinking oh, about it, which is quite nice. Um, I was like, sorry, James, you're you're out of the you're phone out. background. <laughs> Positive mantras are coming in. Um, and then the tasks, I think you can find them online, but I don't think it's wholly necessary to do them. But it's just a nice way to attract abundance, whether that's of opportunities or happiness or whatever it may be. Um, and I think it just helps to frame the day in a different way. I completely forgot to do it the other day and I did it at night, like when I was falling asleep. And I think I was on day four or something and I woke up and I was on day seven and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> so maybe don't do that or put a sleep timer on, on or something if you're doing it as you go to sleep. But it's quite nice just to start listening to it like as you're doing your makeup or even on the tube um, yeah. and then just doing the meditation. That's amazing. How did you find so it, nice. Sherry, when you did it? Oh, this would have been really three years. <laughs> years ago now no I remember it being really just like positive energy and I think the idea of abundance I was like what does this what does it yeah, even mean because totally. you think of like material wealth yeah. Or, yeah. but I guess his teaching is more like abundance in the small things like food or like the mm-hmm. sunshine like the little things it's so it's so nice isn't it yeah and it's very sort of like, soothing yeah, I think on TikTok especially, there's lots of like the law of attraction and like positive energy. Yeah, totally. I think it's like trending at the minute. Mm. So that's, yeah. It's yes. such a nice thing to do in January as well. Yeah, yeah. it is good. Um, only a weekend. So hopefully I can keep up the next two weeks. Yeah. We'll check um, in next time we yes, see you. Yes, I'll be radiating <laughs> abundant energy. <Yeah. laughs> Sherry, how about you? Have you 
done. Well, I know you were detoxing yes. this weekend, so I was. But I did did do some reading, Ooh. and I finished a really good book called Hair House by Sally Hinchcliffe which came out last year but I wanted to wait until winter to read it it's a very like wintry book it's set in Scotland near the highlands and they get snowed in so it's about a woman and she has left her job as a teacher under mysterious circumstances and she wants a completely refresh from her old life and she moves from London to Scotland in this into this very remote village and there's only about four families that are living there and she ends up becoming friends with this family and there's some strange things going on with them without revealing too much, but it's a little bit superstitious and they're all very much believing about witchcraft and old traditions. And so, yeah, it's about her and the family, how their stories are intertwined and then strange things are happening in the village and she Ooh. has to kind of find out what's going on. And yeah, it's, it's quite spooky, actually. Ooh. Is it but scary? I, I imagine being in a cabin in the middle of yeah, nowhere just, reading yeah, this yeah. is quite yeah. stressful. I did read in the daytime. For that reason, I'm so easily spooked. Honestly. Not on your own. Yeah, yeah, I can't even watch Harry Potter. I'm like, this is no, too scary. Yeah. It's not scary. I, th I think it's a little bit more... Like lots of like uncanniness eerie. and eerie, exactly a little bit like gothic, mm. you like that kind of genre. Yeah. Um, but I guess the thing that I really liked was just like the imagery and like, the landscape, mm. and it really has made me want to go to Scotland and like love that. or like the Lake District somewhere yeah. really like remote. Is it quite a page turner? Is it like a thriller? You know what? I would say in part, if you're like mm -hmm. into like <laughs> witchcraft um, <laughs> or like traditions, like superstitions, I yeah. think you'll find it really interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's very creepy in part. So I think it was, it was kind of like more like a slow burn, but mm. when you get to the end, you're like, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I really recommend it. So we've got to the part of the podcast where we've gone through the papers and we've all picked a couple of articles that we really enjoyed reading sherry you've got a really good one for us this week yes yeah, so I was, this is actually exciting so a middle-aged love island is on the cards Here's no a sneak way preview. so it hasn't been confirmed but i think it's in the works i think it's definitely in the pipeline yeah. i love I, it it's being talked to the itv and yeah exactly yeah. so this was in yesterday's telegraph in Bryony gordon's column and i remember davina mccall went on to stephen bartlett's podcast and I'm she was yeah so she was saying i want to pitch a middle-aged love island to itv and i have to be the presenter <laughs> and you can see like oh yes of course davina has to do that yeah. so yeah apparently it's going to be called the romance retreat and it will be a very similar concept to I guess now today's Love Island but it will be people uh, in midlife and going perhaps divorced or wanting Love to them. yeah mm. get back on back on the horse so I'm to speak. I'm surprised yeah. that hasn't happened already. I know. Like I do feel like, like TV an is obvious so next step. Yeah, I feel like it's all TV's always like favoring younger people, like with the X yeah. Factor, like oh, over 35s or no, whatever. It's over 25. Oh, oh my god, stop. It's yeah. let, when you look now, you're like the ancient over yeah. 25. You're like, oh, like, you don't what? want that group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so young. <laughs> but no, you're right. So I don't know. I I would I haven't seen um the Love Island wins one that's on at the moment. I'm just no, like, no. I'm just not going to yeah, I'm get not sucked either. into that right now. But I think, yeah, if there was one with slightly older mm. people on, who've all got mm. this wealth of experience and mm. age and, you know, a lifetime of sort of, you know, 
I feel like they'd Knowing maybe themselves. be doing it less just for the fame yeah, and definitely. partnerships, etc. And I feel like it's nice just to give everyone hope. Definitely. I also think one of my main gripes with Love Island right now, I'm not watching the winter season. Mm. I think it just feels a bit out of season for me. Mm. It's that it's like some of them, especially the men in particular, just come across as very juvenile, mm. immature. Like some of them mm. are just like 19, 20, which is yeah. so young. Yeah, of course. So I would be very interested to see like a 45 year old Sandra from Bolton, perhaps, <laughs> come on. And some of them would be quite scandalous, I'm sure. Like, you'd yeah. still get like, yeah. you know, the all the drama yeah, and all like the gossip. Yeah. Exactly. But I think with the the younger version, I think they're just all they're all so similar. Mm. So I think like age mm. might give yeah. it more of a variety because I just think year yeah, after definitely. year, season after season, it's the same. And they haven't had People. like careers yeah. or anything. Like they're trying yeah. to get careers from yeah. it yeah. rather than already being established. So true. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be really interesting. Definitely. Like people with children already. Mm. Like, I don't know if we've ever had that on Love Island, if there's been a parent on before a young parent. I think there has been, has there? like once, yeah. but it wasn't really yeah. talked about yeah. Yeah. or it was yeah. kind of like... They had a young child. Yeah. Not like a, I've got years as a parent. Yeah, exactly. I just mm. find that fascinating. And also in terms of, you know, obviously... Love Island often gets criticised for everyone being super slim and toned and mm. you know, looking a certain way. Yeah. So it might be interesting to see just some more. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Normal, Normal looking people, people on yeah, that. I mean, definitely. I'm sure they'll all still be gorgeous and amazing looking. Mm. It's nearly there. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it in a press release very soon. So, yeah, exciting. Emma and Indy will be good at this. So, um, there was a piece in the FT this weekend, um, How to Crack the New Workwear Code. And it's like, our lifestyles have changed over the past two years, but our wardrobes are still catching up. So, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys had any advice for our listeners and viewers about you know, dressing for the office, dressing for workwear these days where, you know, you might be doing a bit of hybrid working or, you know, yeah. you still want to look smart and everything. But, you know, how do we do that in 2023? Well, I, I was reading something about how workwear has, since the lockdown has even gone up a level. So people are dressing up even more for the office and trying to be, you know, portray their kind of role and power through their outfit. So... I think maybe there is a bit of a kind of more relaxed kind of period, but yeah. now it's kind of back to power dressing again, power dressing. like 80s style. Do you agree, mm. India? Yeah, I think people definitely are opting for more comfort maybe, whether that's like their choice of shoes or like the fit of their outfits. I think if I was working in a kind of corporate office environment, I would 
obviously still want to dress smart, but I probably make it a little bit cooler and maybe slouchier, oversized silhouettes, that kind of thing. And I guess bring in some more of those pieces that I would actually be wearing at home. Um, Polly actually did a wonderful video. Did you guys see that? She did like a, um, I think it was like three different workwear looks on oh, her yeah. Instagram. I thought that had some great inspo. And mm -hmm. I think this time of year in particular, it's very chic to layer. So like sleeveless vest jumpers, um, like oversized shirts. I feel like that kind of Frankie shop aesthetic mm -hmm. um, is really it's perfect. Like, I mean, I'm wearing an oversized Frank shop blazer today. I was going to say, um, yeah, that would. <laughs> but there's like where the matching so suit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think maybe you can just get away with being a bit more fashion with your yeah. with your workwear. Choices. I think there's definitely more of a fashion yeah. slant on yeah. things. I do think footwear is always really difficult in like a proper say, corporate yeah, environment. Advice on that. I would probably do the like either literally wear trainers and then change at the office yeah. <laughs> or I would just probably go for boots these days or like yeah. really nice loafers well, chunky loafer I yeah think exactly that's really good in between I completely yeah. agree so really it's not cool. as relaxed as a trainer but yes. it's still flat and it's still comfy yeah you can totally. get the tube yeah in it and you don't have to change yeah, it yeah you can wear those with trousers or a dress yeah skirt, definitely and I think styling more masculine pieces mm -hmm. now rather than just wearing like those kind of suit dresses yeah um going for a more slouchy suit plus some loafers I think you can get away with and it looks really cool how about jewellery because you're both wearing quite a lot of nice layered jewellery do you think that's something you can do to sort of jazz up a yeah you outfit? can yeah I mean it obviously depends where you work and your industry and yeah. all that but I do think layering of jewellery just adds a little thing to totally kind of elevates your workwear mm -hmm. makes it a bit cooler yeah yeah I totally agree yeah. and where do you both stand on colour as well for the office I would definitely wear colour. I feel like a fun coloured suit or coloured shirt, that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't probably opt for like bright red or purple, but something more muted. Um, purple, don't know where that came from. I don't think I've ever worn purple. <laughs> You've been watching The Apprentice recently. <laughs> like that. That's the kind of outfit they like to wear on The or Apprentice. True, yeah. Like. But yeah, I think like darker tones, earthier tones look really gorgeous. Mm. How about you? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, yeah, the more muted tones mm. mixed with yeah. neutrals. Yeah, totally. Mixed with navy and black, that's kind of a good yes. route. But just going back to The Apprentice, I think they've <laughs> had quite a lot of kind of backlash on the, it's quite traditional yeah. what the girls mm. is, are wearing yeah. in particular. And I think a lot of people are kind of saying they should be dressing a bit more kind of modern yeah like yeah, with yeah. modern women mm, in the yeah, office yeah. it's almost like a uniform for them you don't know if they've actually been told especially the women are always yeah. in sort of very bright colors on yeah a dress bright. maybe with a matching blazer mm, or yeah. yeah quite and mm. I think it's like the length of things as well yeah. like I wouldn't opt for kind of a shin length work dress but yeah. if you bring it down to like a maxi skirt mm -hmm. or something like that I think that can just make it look a bit cooler as well yeah and then the, the evening standard had a piece it's um I really enjoyed it it's called reasons to love London in 2023 from Quidditch to Zadie Smith to the coronation so lots of Ooh. reasons you know to be you know enjoying the capital as it is I mean it's talking about everything from like Saka being you know the star of Arsenal at such a young age and you know everyone being thrilled for him after the uh it was the euros wasn't it yeah, where they all had to take yeah, those yeah. penalties my boys are obsessed with him are they yeah, well, yeah he's just <laughs> such a great role yeah, and model he's though, so isn't sweet. He? yeah he seems really yeah sweet. he's yeah, what he 18 years old yeah is yeah is he actually that is wild yeah and so apparently he's very clever as yeah. well he's he got, he got didn't he get five a level yeah five a's at a level yeah oh, an a star wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah 
I think, yeah, it's a role model. He's that's incredible. Some I saw someone saying yesterday on Twitter, like, oh, he's not just like one of the best Premier League players for his age. He's sort of up there, you know, out of everybody. So yeah, Arsenal. Sorry if you're Spurs fans. We know Arsenal's (laughs) Saka is one of the reasons to love London this year. But yeah, they've got all sorts um, on here from. Paul Meskel is here and he's single. <laughs> oh, is <laughs> he? Yeah, did you not hear him and Phoebe Bridges have uh, separated? Oh, I didn't as know of, that. I'm yeah, still behind. As of a few weeks ago, but I think people are like getting excited perhaps. I don't know. You know <laughs> Savage. For whatever reason, because he's in a streetcar named Desire mm. and he's oh, yes, at the moment. That. So I think people are like, Oh, Paul's in London and he's single at the moment. Interesting. So hopefully Hilarious. he's not getting harassed at the stage door. <laughs> but um, everyone, well, this feature says it's pretty certain he'll find his next partner by picking out a twinkly eyed ES reader from the audience, surely. <laughs> Imagine. What a great story that would be. Didn't, uh, he, meet, and, didn't he meet a few bridges on like an Instagram live yeah, or something? Exactly. They were oh both well, managing each know, other's guys. works. Exactly. So, I yeah. can't really see them together. I don't know why. I just don't. Well, they're not well, anymore. They're not, so, yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Well, I think it was good. Maybe three years. So they probably give. Oh, wow. Transatlantic I feel like they were engaged as well, Isn't though. Wrong? There was def- She's also been spotted with Bo Burnham, that comedian, um, oh. at the airport. And the people were very upset about that because it meant oh, that it was officially over with yeah. Paul. But anyway, so that's one of the reasons London's great. And also, I liked, I felt like you'd like this, Sherry. Mm. Um, as of May, you can now take a sleeper train to Berlin. Oh, I love that. I think it's such a cool thing. That's very cool. For techno fans, this could be the revival of their youth and the end of their careers for everyone else. (laughs) It's just a nice, easy weekend away opportunity to a very cool city. I love that, like, go to Berlin, go out all day and night, and then then just get get on the train and get Perfect. Arrive back in London at 7am, go straight to work. Legend. (laughs) But yeah, what have you guys got anything fun planned in London for... The next few months. I really want to get tickets for the Layman trilogy. Oh, me too. Oh, it's on my yes. list. I hope we, we need to get them before everyone buys yes, them after yes, listening yes. to this. Um, <laughs> but I remember hearing such amazing things about that a few years ago and it's back. So that's very much on my list. Um, um, that's It's a theatre show about the Layman brothers. Yes. And it's, I think it's three and a half hours long, isn't it? With a few intervals. Oh, interesting. I don't and know as much detail as yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's long, but it's in three acts and they're, they're playing different generations of the Layman brothers. And it's all, it's just three men on stage yeah. in three different rooms. I yeah. know that. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's three definitely generations of the financial dynasty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's meant to be incredible. It won all the awards in Broadway. Yeah. It won loads yeah. when it was yeah. at the National Theatre a few years ago. And so, yeah, I want to go list. and see the Cezanne exhibition at the Tate Modern. Yes, yes. Mm. that's on my list as well. Sherry? The Museum of Childhood, which used to be in Bethnal Green. Yes. That's one of my favourite museums when it I was, was younger. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's so nice. But anyway, that's closed and then they're rebranding it as the Young VA. Oh, that's oh so cool. yeah, again, that's to open later mm. this year. So those are two things to look out for. Again, like a childhood Amazing. museum, but I guess it'll be a bit more the old one felt a little bit old and it could do with like an update. So yeah, it'll be like an upgrade. Exactly. Yeah. 2.0. So I'm looking yeah. forward to going to that with I was going to say some children. I don't know any children. (laughs) But I think the joy, you can go if you're a parent with kids, but I think also you can just go and sort of relive your own childhood a bit. Exactly. So it doesn't strictly have to be, you have to borrow a nephew or anything (laughs) like that to go. Yeah, exactly. Anything on your list? Um, Yes, I've got a few things. One of them, Lehman Brothers, but also I've also got tickets for A Little Life, which is the devastating book, but it's been turned into a play. So I don't know why I'm going to see it because the book like killed me. So I think seeing it live on stage is going to be 
horrendously traumatic but I was just like no it's one of the best things I've ever read so I really want to see that on stage and then I haven't booked tickets yet but um the Japanese artist Yayoi uh yes I've been to one of my favorites um but no she's got a new huge immersive thing opening in Manchester in the summer this new museum called the factory that's opening and I just think yeah any other of her sort of immersive things that Mm. they've got I think you can finally get tickets to go to the Tate Modern yes. now, sort of, because it's been on for yeah. a year or so, but well worth doing. I had to buy tickets done. three times in the end. Oh, oh me and my gosh. friends were still, like, in the ticket queue, like, the fourth time around at 2am, just oh like, wow, we want to go, and then eventually managed to... I um, quite I went to Paris a few weeks ago, and you know how there's the big Yaokusma Louis Vuitton collaboration happening yes. at the moment. Yes. Well, there's yeah. one at Harrods as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the one in Paris, it literally has a basically Yaokusuma robot yeah. in the window, yeah. and it is so creepy. Yeah, it, um, I'm loving it though. Just you know. Yeah, and they've got the dots all over yeah. Harrods. I feel like it must be such fun to be whoever manages the Harrods. Oh exterior yeah. displays yeah. I That's think a there is job. a robot in Harrods as well yeah, yeah is, it yeah. is but it's not as realistic oh, not. Yeah. I, I have seen that one as well but this one is terrifyingly creepy I think is she alive? She's, yeah, she, she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think you meant the robot. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, not the, not the robot. I meant her herself. <laughs> yeah, but I was is, like, yeah. my mum was literally like, "Is that her in the window?" I was like, "No, no, no." Yeah, yeah she's um, <laughs> in her eighties. Yes, I think she's in a. Wow. I think she's in a, a home. Is she? Yeah, she's I still very so. much. Yeah. She doesn't create the sculptures and things yes. anymore, but she's very much still artistically yeah. driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. I love her. But yeah, like basically, short story, there's loads of really there good really things is. going on in London. Yeah. And the coronation, did you see the agenda came out yesterday? Oh yes, so is, he's apparently not going to be dressed as formally oh, as interesting. one might expect. Yeah. But that's, it's been sort of described quite vaguely, so I don't know what mm. that so actually I think, means. Well, I think the coronation's happening on the Saturday, yeah. and then on the Sunday, like street parties are encouraged, and yeah. there's the concert at Windsor Castle and then on the Monday he's creating this thing called like the Great Volunteer Day yes I did Ooh. see that so I think he's encouraging everyone to get involved in volunteering on the bank holiday which is quite cool that's, that's really cool. Cool. Right. something every, a bit different yeah if yeah. everyone's off work anyway you might as well it's like yeah. a we get three mate bank holidays. I mean, yeah. thank you very much for that alone. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> right, we've got some good fashion questions that people send in. Um, we'll do some quick fire ones for you two. So first up, smart wool coat recommendations. Why do you got any good places to shop for if not specific coats? Well, I know you've mentioned it before, but the Frankie shop just have some really good thick nice quality like really nice length and shape mm. coats I mean they're not for everyone because they are quite oversized but that's that's a good place. yeah definitely I'm going to add to that and say Marcella London which is like similar vibe they've got really lovely ones and um Bowden actually I've got a great wool coat from Bowden but I sized up to I think like an 18 or something, um, which is a few sizes bigger than I'd usually wear just to get the more kind of slouchy, oversized vibe. I was going to ask Mm. about that. Do you think with coats in general or especially sort of winter ones, it's a good idea to kind of go bigger? Yes, I think would. Because you wear, also you wear so many layers, so it's just nice. And I just think it falls nicer. Definitely, it just looks ultra chic mm. so there's nothing mm. worse than trying to get a big woolly jump yeah. in our yeah. Yeah. really so short true. hole so yeah <laughs> somebody has asked is it better to invest in solid jewellery or go for cheaper brands what do you guys Ooh. think I, can see some... I would personally say there's a good middle ground like I like like a like most of my 
like I've got a mix on, but I would say lots of my jewellery is like gold vermeil, which is where it's made out of sterling silver usually, and there's then a gold coating. And places, it's like what Monica Veneta does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Daphne, um, Masoma. Masoma, exactly. Mm-hmm. And actually, Monica Veneta are amazing because it does wear down. It's obviously not like pure gold. Um, Monica Veneta, I went in with a necklace I'd had for a few years. I think even this one that I'm wearing, and just like That's a lovely. chain and I'd literally not taken it off and they just gave me a brand new one then and there because they oh. can just take the other one and re-vermail it. Mm. So oh. I feel like somewhere right. that allows you to refresh your jewellery, um, but it's obviously a cheaper price point than if you went for solid gold. Good sustainability um, yeah. angle Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well. it's so really can... good. They're really, really good at mm. that. Um, but I love, yeah, I love Daphne as well. Mm-hmm. I think their jewellery is gorgeous. Have you got an aura ring on? I, I do have an aura Ooh. ring. How, have you, um, how long have you had that for? I have had it for nearly a year now. I was saying to Emma earlier that I'm, I'm addicted to it. It's a, it's a smart ring. So it's basically like wearable tech. It's basically like having an Apple Watch on your finger. Um, obviously without a screen or anything. If anyone's watching. I was going to say no, It looks but like this. It looks very it, um, I know, I wouldn't have... Really yeah. guess I would it say was it doesn't really ring. match my other jewelry because the gold's not the same. It's mm. made out of steel, I think. Yeah. But you wouldn't um, look. You wouldn't notice that. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and it tracks steps, sleep, heart rate. It's really fascinating. Like it tell it gives you a readiness score every day as well. So even if you've slept well that night, but your heart rate's been a bit elevated for the last few days, it will say, you know, it's time to slow down, etc. Or I'll be sitting there scrolling on my phone. It's like, do you, do you think it's time to stand up now? Uh, um, so <laughs> I really like it. I think it's really cool. The sleep stats are amazing. And it tells you, you know, your deep sleep, your REM sleep, your light sleep, etc. your optimal time to go to bed. Um, so if you're into wearable tech, and kind of tracking those things, but you don't want to wear a chunky watch, which I didn't want. Um, highly recommend. Can I ask a technical so cool. question? Of course you can. How do you charge it, and when do you charge? Good it? Because question. I've got an Apple Watch, but yeah. I charge mine overnight. But then yes. that means that I can't. So because track it's sleep. so tiny, it doesn't require charging for very long. Oh. So you have a. They're all sized, obviously, because they're rings. Um, so you have a charger that's your size. So yeah. for example, I went on holiday with someone that had an all ring. They may not have the same size, so I would right. still need to bring my own charger. It's not like you can just share like iPhones, etc. Um, but I just get into bed, read for like 20 minutes and just have it on charge okay. and then pop the ring back on and it's probably charged about 50% in that time. Right. But yeah, it really doesn't need that long to charge. And yeah, I love it. Amazing. Sorry, Emma, back to your jewellery that's not tech. <laughs> uh, so similarly, mine's all kind of that mid-range, yes. I think. Like, it's a bit of investment, but it's not, you know, crazy. And it's, I mean, all this stuff that I've got, I mean, this is Masoma. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, really cool. And, you know, it doesn't, well, mine hasn't tarnished. Mm. And I've also got quite a lot of Laura Lombardi, which has lasted really well. So I think if you do go down the more high street, mm route then you might find things start to tarnish so i would i would be more on the side of investing i think yeah yeah. one brand that's really good for that is majuri which is where this kind of croissant croissant Mm -hmm. ring is from um that's solid gold but it was like 300 quid versus somewhere else so it'd probably be double triple Mm -hmm. that and they do really well priced or i think they've got a shop in london now actually it's Mm. a us or canadian brand Mm. um and they try and get it's kind of like a beauty pie vibe, as in they're trying to be closer to the mm-hmm. actual cost price. Oh, clever. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend. No, thank you. We'll put all the links below in the show notes as well. So you can 
a click through and buy those. And then finally, from uh, some of our questions, I thought this was quite interesting, and perhaps you've got a good take on it. Um, but how do you not feel envious of others on Instagram? This is for everyone. Okay, so I think you have to curate who you follow really closely. Mm-hmm. For example, for me, I wouldn't follow anyone who is doing like ultra, ultra luxury, I guess, influencing, because that's just not what I'm particularly interested in. I think curating is a great shout. Mm. And if someone's not making you feel good, like mute, I think Mm -hmm. that's what the mute tool's really good at. You don't have to fully unfollow them. I think it's a very natural reaction, but also I'm going to be really cheesy here and go back to my initial recommendation of the abundance thing, because I think it's also about remembering or trying to focus on the fact that there's like enough to go around and just mm-hmm. because one person have it has it doesn't mean that you can't have it i think there's in like roxy nafusa book she talks about turning envy into inspiration and i think just knowing that you know it's not mutually exclusive like if there's something that you really want then there's no reason that because someone else has it you can't no, I think that's yeah really that's good. True. and i don't i don't think that all the time but that is no, yeah. that, you know <laughs> i try i tried to focus on no i think that's, I think that's really good advice that's true um, anything else to add? um i also think when you're looking at these posts you know you have to remember that they are kind of creating it so yeah. it's it's not real and they're you know it's creating content so it might look like they're having a gorgeous time on a beach, but actually they're working and yeah. doing mm. X, Y, and Z behind the scenes. Mm. So obviously, you know, I think that's important to keep in mind. Yeah, I think that's so true. Perhaps, especially with, you know, travel and, you know, being sent nice clothes or things like that. I think they want to go to keep the clothes. You know, I mean, there are so many different totally. ways to look at it. And yeah. be like, mm. You know, you can be, like you say, be happy for someone and pleased and enjoy and yeah, engage with totally. their content while also knowing that, yeah, it's their job. It's, mm. you know something to inspire the rest of us rather than you know make everyone sort of super yes. cape them because exactly you can't get that from yourself but i think yeah it looks like the mute button yeah reach for the mute button and then finally we've got two questions from the shillux community which you can find online first up india you're very well placed for this Tell ski me. wear someone's yes. asking Ooh. where's a good place to buy ski wear. okay i feel like i'm an expert on this <laughs> um okay i would say that renting it is actually a great option Ooh. i came back from skiing on thursday night by friday morning all of the ski gear was out of my flat which was great because i don't have a huge amount of storage space um her is fabulous they've got loads of great ski wear um i was actually i actually rented my helmet and goggles from like selfridges and ski jumper from flannels so it's not just like peer-to-peer there's managed stuff as well um blanco as well which is b-l-a-n-q-o that is a great ski wear hire option as well um they do really gorgeous really warm onesies i didn't actually get Mm. one um but lots of the girls on the trip had them and they looked super chic i think they're a french brand that they loan out and i think it's about 60 quid for a week or something um which i feel like is a good price and for like 500 600 pounds so that's like traditionally yeah you have had to buy them and yeah, yeah maybe you're only going to go once every few yeah exactly years yeah. Spend totally hundreds. and it's bulky as well mm. so it's nice just to be able to get rid yeah. mm. um and i would highly recommend uniqlo for heat tech i just went and did a heat tech haul basically <laughs> um so that's great for thermals and you know wearing those a lot back at home as yeah, well yeah i was going to say um, i need to get some heat yeah, tech just for definitely. London. <laughs> then I I borrowed some Perfect Moment pieces, which is a very cool ski wear brand. They're quite out there, I would say. Like I had like 
houndstooth set and um, like a white all-in-one. So if you want to go for more of the fashion end of the spectrum, um, then Perfect Moment's really cool. You can buy that obviously, but also there's lots to rent on her as well. Oh, great, great advice. Have you got any good tips? I know we've got a high street or an affordable ski wear piece coming up. Yeah, well, the high street is just, you know, caught up so much with ski wear. Like, I don't think a few years ago they wouldn't even Mm. have considered that. But H&M, Zara... Uniqlo, yeah. you know, all those places. I think Topshop, actually. Topshop on Top ASOS. Yeah. Their SNO snow range yeah. is always really good. Yeah. And Free People's got a great range of stuff people, as well. Yeah. Mm. And I think the fabrics, you know, and the designs, they're, you know, they're really top quality. So it's definitely... Uh, you know, look on the high street before you might invest in more expensive options. Oh, yeah. It sounds mm. like there's never been more choice, really. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's, it seems like from what I've seen, everyone's just having more fun with what they're wearing mm. now. You don't just have to wear a really chic white suit, which obviously always looks great. Yeah. But you can experiment a bit and have some fun on the slopes. And balaclavas as well. And, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, someone's asking for places to stay for a weekend in the Cotswolds. Sherry, I feel you'll be good at this mm, one. This is... I think if you want to go ultra luxury, time is obviously up there. You can't mm-hmm. really go wrong. It's beautiful hotels, spa, food, offering is amazing. And then at the slightly more affordable end, the Double Red Duke, which is a pub with rooms, has incredible interiors. You might have seen it on Instagram and they've got the umbrellas outside with like the red and white stripes. Mm, so pretty. Again, the food offering there is great and they've got lovely boutique rooms that start from about one, two, five. So oh, really great. affordable. Yes, yeah, top choice, I think. Oh, no. I do think the Cotswold's quite good or especially good mm. at like pubs with rooms. There's mm. the Wild Rabbit, isn't there? And the Swan yeah. at Southrop as well, which are, mm-hmm. yeah. you've got that sort of boutique hotel yeah. vibe, but then you know that downstairs you yeah, have definitely. an epic roast before going home. So mm. true. The Dalesford Cottages, I think they built more cottages yeah, this yes. year as well. Have, yeah. Um, so that's a good option. The Rectory as oh, well, yeah. I think mm. that's there. Really nice. And Artist Residence, they've got a property in Oxfordshire as well. Oh, of course, yeah, they True, do. True, yeah. Do. I think enough. I need to try some Brand new places. Child. Yeah, it looks really There'll be lots of read I think there's the whole, I can't remember what the name of the estate is, but where like the Fish, Fox Hill Manor, Dormy House. Oh, mm-hmm. of course, yeah. Um, there's that group yeah. of hotels as well. Mm-hmm. They're quite affordable as well, aren't they? The fish, yeah. I think the fish is the most yeah. affordable. If you were looking for, and then I think Fox Hill Manor's at the top end. Top yeah. end, yeah. Oh, good weddings there as well. I think. Yeah, I imagine yeah. so. Yeah, great, great part of the world. Well, thank you ever so much, all three of you, and uh, thank you for watching and listening. If you've got any questions you'd like to send us, please do email us at podcast@chillux.com. We love hearing from you, and please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.